and I was thinking there has to be a job out there that would make me so much happier, but I have no idea what it is. Is there a job out there that I'm passionate about, but also pays me enough money? Made 130000 And the offer was ninety-five k. $110,000 to like 250000 even more. If you want to find your real dream job, then follow along this podcast and let's get down to business. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are joined today by Jack Curtis, otherwise known for short as Jurtis. Sure. Uh, what do you do, Jack? What's your career? <clears throat> well, right now I am a lab tech for a clinical laboratory. Um, but I just recently took the LSAT because I'd like to become an attorney in the future. So. Is the LSAT essentially your ACT big exam for getting into law school? Yeah, it's the law school admissions test. Um, yeah, it's basically just like a time test, like a ACT. I'd get more compared to like a GRE as okay. opposed to like an ACT. So your future career path is law school. Yeah, but that's, the goal. that's not kind of where you've paved yourself so far. You kind of realized the path you were on from undergrad mm -hmm. is not your dream job. Kind of. Like, I knew that I wanted to go into law school, like, probably my junior year of college. Um, that's when I picked up my second major in poli-sci. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just kind of worked through that, graduated right into the pandemic. And I was like, fuck, um, <laughs> this kind of sucks. Nobody's hiring anymore. Uh so, you know, I was just like hanging around like I wanted to get a job in a law firm because the one of the things that I talked about, like after school or like kind of during my last semester with people was like, yeah, everybody that goes to law school pretty much says they would have taken like the biggest regret of going to law school was people wishing they would have taken like a gap year or two just to like kind of discover what they wanted to do like within law or you know just kind of like experience the real world a little bit so i knew i wanted to take a gap year after i graduated and then um like i said i just couldn't find a job for six months um especially at like law firms and stuff so then I was just like, you know what, screw it. I also majored in biology. I'll just like start applying for lab tech jobs too. Cause like I knew I could do that. That's pretty easy with my degrees. And then, you know, eventually found this place that I currently work at and have worked at for a year. So when you're growing up and you're having to choose your major, you knew you were going to undergrad school. Yep. At that time, what did you think your future career looked like? I thought I wanted to do med school, um, like all throughout high school, really not all throughout high school. I should say starting my junior year, I was kind of like, uh, I want to, I want to be a doctor cardiology. Like I was really interested in the heart really interested me. And then I don't know, like, I don't know what Hope changed. Romantic. Yeah. You could classify me as a big that, heart. <laughs> um, but now then just like my junior year or sophomore year of college, like, second semester i was kind of like eh, i don't know if i want to be a doctor like why did you think you wanted to be a doctor just because i was like school? i was good at science like i knew science really well it came naturally to me um sure. but so does like the reading and the like reading analysis and like the comprehension and the writing and logical you know and going into college you don't think about it much you hear doctors make a lot of money well, yeah, I understand that was, science. That Why was not? my 
one of my other main motivators was like, I know doctors get paid a ton, like med school's expensive, but you know, if you can become a successful doctor, paying off those loans isn't anything. So, well, okay. So sophomore year, what goes through your mind where you realize med school is not it, law school is where it's at? I just started taking like upper upper level like technical science classes that I was just like, I'm just not interested in this. Like, OCHEM, like I did fine in OCHEM, but it just like wasn't interesting to me. And that's something that's like kind of like a cornerstone for a lot of like at least stem majors i would say not really like engineering or mathematics but like a lot of science-based majors have to go through some type of organic chemistry and then all the upper level science courses too i was just like you know i'm like i understand this and like i'm decent at it but it's just not that like interesting to me anymore um and then i started taking some like poli sci classes and i was like oh this is like these are really interesting to me like learning about this stuff history too so i was like oh maybe maybe that's not the right path so that could be a good thing when you're going into college, you know, you're between a couple paths, typically set yourself up for the hardest one. And then when you decide to pivot later on, you already have those gen ed courses, you know, your basic biology, chemistry, anything that you might need to pivot to perhaps a less demanding um, course routine, at least in your undergrad years before it's very specialty course focused. Yeah. Um, I suppose like it worked out for me really well because poli sci and bio in Madison, there was a couple different programs. You could have done bio through a couple different schools, but um, I decided to go with just like letters and science, which by our poli sci was also like in the school of letters and science. So it was really easy for me to just be like, Oh, I've already fulfilled like 80% of the undergrad or the um, like gen ed requirements, almost all of them, I think by the time I picked up poli sci. So it was really easy for me to just like take the specific poli sci classes I needed and then just graduate with that degree too. But I would say the biggest thing is just to like keep an open mind. Like if you find yourself really attracted to like one specific area of your like undergrad course work, like I would say try and explore that a little bit because you never know, you might like it way more mm-hmm. and be actually interested in it. And that's the tough part. You go into college, you don't really know if you like it until you take enough courses in it to realize I've wasted a couple of years or I hit the lottery. This is my Mm -hmm. good path. Okay. That's very interesting too, because last episode was Sophia, the dentist Mm -hmm. or soon to be dentist. Sure. She really liked all those biology, chemistry courses. So that's kind of a big indicator. If you are questioning your passion, it's like, oh, when you're studying any types of these classes, are you in thinking in your head, this sucks, I'm just going to memorize it, pass the exam, and forget it? Or is it, this is interesting, it's intriguing me? So there's kind of that flip switch between uh, you two finding what job you want. Yeah, and I mean, if you can recognize that that's just like what you're doing to get through classes like you're just like i don't actually i'm not retaining any of this i'm not learning it i'm memorizing it for a three hour period and then i forget about it that's you know probably not a great sign that you're doing what you want to do i would say i guess makes sense so you graduate after graduation you've already decided law school is your path but at least at a minimum one gap year to kind of figure out what specialty you want to take do i want to put people in jail do i want to keep people from going to jail or do i want to do one of the many other opportunities out there have you decided between all those which you'd prefer 
Yeah, um, it was actually really nice. Like, I have some family members and I have some decent connections um, with people that could hook me up with, like, working attorneys. Um, So I had, like, a bunch of meetings, not for, like, job interviews, but just to kind of, like, pick the brains of these attorneys' minds. Just be like, what was your process after you graduated undergrad? Like, what did you, you know... Uh, what did you think of law school? Like, what was your thought process going into law school and stuff like that? Um, and I originally wanted to go into environmental law and I told a bunch of these, um, attorneys that I talked to and they were like, you know, that's a really cool area, but it's just so niche that coming out of law school, like it's kind of a combination of luck in finding a job like that in a, you know, finding an opening and two, like how good were you at that? Um, in law school, I guess. And it's kind of a unique specialization. So I kind of asked them, I was like, you know, with my background, like what's a good area that you think is going to be kind of needing a a plethora of law students coming out. And they're like, uh, healthcare law is going to need like a ton of attorneys in the like not so um, far away future. So So you were more prioritizing a more guaranteed chance at a successful job than picking the one that maybe seemed most interesting yeah and then it helped me that i got this job at a clinical laboratory too because i've gotten to like kind of work i don't consider myself a healthcare worker but like i definitely work in that setting so like getting to see kind of more like the nitty-gritty of i guess that type of you know work area has been nice like it's you know something i could think i could get behind because you know i have the knowledge of like how clinics kind of work you know i've been working at one for years so like you know healthcare law might be different but you know more similar okay so you graduate undergrad you can get a job as a lab tech do you need a degree to get that job or what are those requirements you technically like don't you can technically get it's just so specific and like what they need you to do like i know some um, I think you can go like, there are some like two year programs or certificates that you can get that would classify you as like a lab tech that you wouldn't need a four year degree, but most like will ask you for a four year degree, um, and want to see some type of undergraduate work completed in, you know, a STEM, STEM courses. So yeah, um, it's kind of 50, 50. I would say if you have like an undergraduate degree, it's obviously going to help you in any job that you want. So, okay. And then that helps kind of pay the bills during the gap year or however much time you want to take between law school. Mm -hmm. Do you think in law school you would continue to be a lab tech or would that be too demanding? No, I just, I think it would be too demanding. I think I'd have way too much time on my hands or not on my hands. Okay. So you take the LSAT, go to law school. How long does law school normally take? Law school is generally three years. Um, For a healthcare yeah is that what it was healthcare healthcare law yeah i don't i haven't done a ton of research yet on like what schools offer what programs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that i'm sure there's you know some specializations that might require like an extra year but i think generally like if you want to just get through most law schools it's three years okay so do about three more years or so and then is there you know an average salary to expect for healthcare law one upon law school graduation yeah i don't know that's a good question i haven't looked that far into the yes. future um but it's good probably you know that much. i would hope um because you have to not. go through 
about minimum seven years of debt. And yeah. then it, it has to be slightly a trade-off to pay that back upon graduating yeah. law school. Well, I mean, I didn't have to take out debt through undergrad, which was really nice. Subtle flex. <laughs> I worked my ass off in the summers for it. But um, yeah, no, I didn't. So it'll only be three years of debt for me, but it's still like a significant amount of debt to undertake. You know, any type of schooling after undergrad is ridiculously expensive. So, And then once you hit that career, what are the work-life balance? Is it I mean, right now as a lab tech versus going to become an employee in healthcare law, mm -hmm. is your lower life balance going to change drastically? What What is yeah. that difference? I would assume it will. Um, basically, what I've been, what I've like heard, whether it's through people I know or just like general research, is that like depending on the area of law you go into, it's it's like just a nine year grind, basically where you are just trying to like outcompete everybody else in your class that graduated into the workforce to get to like partner status at some of these firms and stuff like that. Um, or eventually like start your own firm. So I would expect to be working like significantly more um, once I graduate law school, um, just cause I, especially with how demanding of an area I think it's going to become in the future. Yeah. I would imagine I'm going to be working much more. High salary, but high expectations, a lot of time at work. Yeah. And then is that actual day in the life, is it like the movies? You know, I just saw Lincoln Lawyer with Matthew okay. McConaughey. Yeah. Very intense. Sure. Makes it seem like working in law mm -hmm. is phenomenal. You mm -hmm. know, you do super cool stuff. You're like a detective and you're on all these cool missions all the time. Or am I just sitting at a desk doing paperwork 90% of the time? And then there's those very cool occasional scenes <laughs> where, you know, you do something magnificent and accomplishing. I would say the latter more than 90% of the time you're just doing paperwork. You're just doing like boring research, but you know, that's, I haven't seen the Lincoln lawyer, so I don't have a frame of reference, but I'm assuming he's like a trial lawyer. Yeah. And picture any law movie mm -hmm. where there's an attorney and it becomes super intense action and it's like it almost gets you a switch up near the end of the movie where yeah. i thought this person was innocent or guilty but that's only because of the perspective that was provided to me so you know we want to believe the information that's given to us but is that what's really there and it's one of those kind of mystery deep see down hit that curveball and be like whoa okay yeah no i would That's imagine not real well i mean for the most part in the life of like a prosecutor like a defense attorney maybe you know that's much more involved you're actively working through like criminal cases and stuff like that but any type of law i shouldn't say any type a lot of types of law involve like you just like working behind a desk and like doing research like analyzing the laws that exist and like either you know depending on what you're doing trying to find loopholes in those laws or trying to you know enforce those laws or make them more airtight essentially but yeah i don't know um i would imagine that most professional attorneys do not experience what matthew mcconaughey experienced in that movie yes he just gets to reap all the benefits without the work True. Okay, so then what would you say the main perks of going into law are? You know, you have all these career paths in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Why law school? Um, again, 
I think it's what I'm personally good at. I think I could be a good attorney, but in terms of like general perks, obviously salary generally is going to be pretty good. If you go into being like a public defender after law school, you're definitely underpaid, but you know, salary is generally pretty good. Um, depending on the type of law you do again, um, it can be a very fulfilling job. You know, if you're getting people, if you're, you know, defending innocent people and getting them, you know, keeping them out of jail or prison, you know, that's a pretty nice feeling. If you're a prosecutor trying to, you know, convict people who have done crime, you know, I'm sure if you, I'm sure it's fulfilling to be successful at that too. So it can be a very fulfilling job. And then, um, I don't know, like I'm assuming if you get to like the upper echelons of being attorney, it can be very lucrative outside of your own job too, you know. And then on the flip side, would you be able to argue that it's very stressful because, you know, you're keeping innocent people out of jail, but you're also keeping criminals out of jail if you're doing your job correctly or you are putting criminals into jail, but you're also putting innocent people in jail. You know, it's more of a focus when you actually get there, you know, as you said, everyone's almost on this nine year sprint trying to outdo their classmates, have Mm -hmm. the best performance, have the best record of of winning their court cases. It's almost like it's slightly a game from my perspective that it's not as much always having to do the right thing, but do the thing that you're being paid to do, even if it's the wrong outcome. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I said, most trial law, like most, I don't want to say most, again, like I'm not that well versed in like what, you know, the numbers would actually look like, but I would assume most lawyers probably never actually like go to court. You know, like trial law is like one area of law in in particular that you can kind of like go into um, and it's much more evolved around like the actual laws that we you know are are enforcing day to day um but like if you become like a tax attorney like you probably won't have to go like to court or a healthcare law or environmental law i mean it's all again dependent on what you do if you worked for the epa as an environmental lawyer you'd probably have to go into court if you're going to take these like oil companies you know to court for violating you know some protective act or something like that but most i would say don't actually go but to answer your question yeah i mean that's kind of it could happen that's kind of it's unfortunate when it does i'm not gonna say it isn't because it obviously is but you know that's your job sometimes you sometimes you have to defend people you don't want to defend sometimes you have to prosecute people you don't want to prosecute you know and then you legally are on the line even if you know for example, your client's guilty, but you're defending them. You're legally on the line. You can't throw them under the bus. You know, there's some sort of agreement that that confidentiality, lawyer, what is that called? Lawyer, I think it's lawyer, like client, attorney, conf- client, um, confidentiality. Yeah, so. Privilege, attorney, client, privilege. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, then you're almost putting yourself legally at risk if you try to do the right thing if you're presented with the facts that kind of prove the opposite of what you're defending. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Like I said, that's not the area of expertise I want to go mm-hmm. into, but that's just what we all see. When, when we imagine <laughs> law school, when someone says law school, everyone just pictures, you know, in the courtroom, the attorneys, right. sure. there's not the image of all these other specialties such as healthcare and 
all these right. other legal roles that you could Just take corporate out. law in general mm-hmm. i feel like isn't super well represented in okay know, so there's a vast media. more opportunity of specialties you know law school doesn't tie you down to one thing sure so yeah. it's got these perks you know salary you can feel very fulfilled mm-hmm. you know do some great things accomplish make the world a better place mm-hmm. now what are the biggest downsides you know if i'm about to commit to law school what is something that maybe someone younger than you or less experienced could know that would better prepare them like maybe this isn't their path for me or i didn't realize i have to do all this um well it's a lot of work it's a ton of work um especially like going through law school especially um you know i obviously haven't done it yet but i know a bunch of people that have been or i know a couple of people that are currently in it and they say it's a type of schooling that like you've never really prepared for ever in your life like it's just so much reading they're just like you just have to read um that's kind of just like how you start to interpret law and like analyze laws you just have to read it you have to read equivalent course cases that deal with those specific laws and stuff like that so i guess i would just be prepared for like a very different type of work if you want to start going into law school um it's a very it's a much different way of thinking um it's much it's like very logical thinking you know you can't you can't assume things that don't matter like you can't assume um can assume uh facts you can't assume that just because one thing happened another Mm -hmm. thing is gonna happen even if it seems likely you need Um, proof you need evidence it's a very straightforward way of thinking like you just have to i don't know it's just a different way of thinking i think okay so make a good salary get fulfilled but gotta commit a long time to schooling you know pay tuition, mm-hmm. spend a lot of time studying. It's not easy. A lot of time reading. Right. Yeah. Uh, a lot more kind of problem solving and actually critically thinking rather than just simple reading. So yeah. it's it's going to be very mentally involved. It's not at all easy. Mm-mm. So go through that it's also not as much like the movies where it's just action-packed they show you the best parts but you got to prepare for most days behind a desk dealing with paperwork Mm -hmm. reading and writing if need be Mm -hmm. okay but hopefully if that's fulfilling you find that that passion early on and, and can pursue it okay now that you've been through all those details now say you're 18 again you can have the same knowledge you have right now. What path would you take? What would you do differently? Well, there's two things I always think about. The first thing would be to not major in biology and just major in poli sci and maybe do something like English where I wouldn't have to stay as long in school and could maybe get started on some stuff earlier um, is the first thing I always think about that I would do differently. Um, if I was going to do completely all over again, couldn't pick the same major, like had to do something completely new, I would go into computer science. Okay. <laughs> and we can get more into computer science in a later podcast as a potential career opportunity. Yeah. But you would you would probably try to graduate a bit earlier if you could. Mm-hmm. And then would you recommend a gap year? Yeah. It's, again, I think just like a super personal decision. For me... Obviously, it helped 
my decision was helped by the fact that I, you know, we've, there's still a pandemic going on. And my whole thought process is, is if I'm going to go to law school and pay the amount of money that law school costs, I'm going to go to school in person and be in class learning. I'm not going to sit on a computer and try and do everything virtually. That's just, I hate learning that way. I'm not, it doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I need to be like there. Um, so whenever, whenever I can be guaranteed that we're not going to have to go to back to this online stuff, then, you know, um, that's the timing for you. Yeah. That would be the timing for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, there's no pandemic when I graduate and then I could just maybe start, you know, looking for jobs right away or go straight into law school. It's up to the individual, I think. Okay. And then final question for you, Jurdis. You've answered a lot of questions, but say I'm a listener still on the edge, you know, uh-huh. find it interesting. There's all these specialties. I don't know if I want to do healthcare or what type of law mm-hmm. or if I want to pursue something more closer to being a lab tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a way I can reach you? Social media, LinkedIn? Yeah, email? I guess. If you want to, I have a LinkedIn. Just, you know, search my name, Jack Curtis. I don't pay attention to it much, but... uh you know, if you shoot me a message, I'll probably respond. If you uh, have Facebook, uh, if you want to DM me on Instagram, it's Jack underscore Curtis 11. Um, I guess I'll respond to you there. Same thing on Twitter, I think. So he's all over. And yeah. Curtis is C-U-R-T-I-S. Yes, correct. I'll make sure you're found.